Hi, this is Benny Friedman from Yeshiva Torah, speaking for Mizrahi's daily dose of the Daf. We're in Nedarim Daf Samach Tet, the 69th folio of Nedarim. Very interesting topic. It's Machlokas Beis Hill, Beis Shammai, a debate regarding the details of how a father and when a father can annul the vow of his daughter. And uh, there are actually two examples that the Torah tells us of where one person can annul another person's vow. One is the father nullifying his daughter, and the other is a husband nullifying his wife. Don't know that we have time to treat both, so let's at least talk about a father nullifying his daughter's vow. You know, at first glance, this sounds like just a horrible, politically incorrect perception. You know, a woman wants to make a vow, and the father's allowed to undo it, and what does that mean? But if you look a little more carefully, you discover a few things. First of all, Rashi here explains, we can't be talking about a minor. We can't be talking about a cut on somebody under the age of 12 because her vows are not binding anyway. And we can't be talking about a single adult woman because her, bind- her vows are binding and she can obviously make her own vows and limit herself from whatever she wants. Rather, we're talking about a very narrow window. The Pasuk says, Binu ureha. If a woman sort of vows when she's in her youth, and Chazal explained, what does this mean? It means that she's literally in that age of 12, that year, possibly even six months. During that period of time, when the woman is in transition from childhood to adulthood, the father can annul her vow. Furthermore, what type of a vow we're talking about? We're specifically talking about a vow, an oath of, of self-affliction, where someone restricts themselves from food, drink, and sleep. And here, too, right, the husband can nullify his vow, according to the Pasuk, uh, his wife's vow, only beyond Shamo, only on the day that it occurs. And again, we're talking about a specific type of vow. A husband is meant to be a protector for his wife, and one of the ways in which he protects her is by making sure that if she's decided that she doesn't want, you know, she takes a vow not to eat or not to drink or the like, maybe it's not good for her. So he's allowed to say, you know what, you're not going to be held responsible. You have time to think about this. By the way, halakhli, this doesn't mean that she can't fulfill her vow. If she still decides that she doesn't want to eat, then she won't have to eat. It's only a question of whether she can bear consequence, whether she's punished for not fulfilling a vow, which is a way in which the husband protects her, and more specifically for the father, that the father takes care of his daughter's well-being, and if something isn't in her interest, whether he's allowed to limit her responsibilities so that she, in fact, uh, won't be held responsible if she made a vow without thinking about it. A great example of, you know, sort of the ostensible, the perception that we have maybe of an idea in the Torah until we go a little deeper and see that there's much more to it. Obviously, this speaks more deeply to the relationships, relationship of a husband and a wife, the relationship of the father and a daughter. But again, that's beyond the purview of a brief thought on Daf. A little bit to think about on the daily dose of the Daf for the Daram Daf Samachtet. Shabbat Shalom and Kultuv.